Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm Katie Brinkley, and today I am joined by another Colorado local, uh, Hillary DeCesar. She's actually joining us from the San Francisco Bay Area for today's podcast episode. But Hillary is an award-winning business expert, international best-selling author, and the host of the Relaunch podcast and, and radio show. Hillary... And I actually have had the opportunity to talk a couple times. I've read her book, which I brought into the office today, uh, because we, I want to dive into everything that she shares in here because as an entrepreneur, there's so many topics and discussions that she highlights in this book relaunch that I think really apply to the life of an entrepreneur. And I know that for myself, I had my own relaunch a couple times throughout my life. And it's these little decisions that can have massive effects and massive results on not just your life, but your business as well. So Hillary, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate uh, you spending the time with us. Katie, we're going to have some fun here. (laughs) Let's dissect that book. (laughs) Yes. Well, in in addition to getting the book, Hillary, you sent me the book and you sent me a little, uh, a goodie box uh, full of relaunch stuff. And I have to say the sweatshirt uh, is the most comfortable sweatshirt that I own. I wear it everywhere. But but your book, Relaunch, Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life. I didn't know what to expect going into it. I'll be honest. I was like, hmm. What is this going to be about? Is is this like how to to launch a course? I didn't know what I was going into. And it was when I started the book, you had me you had me in tears. And um it's such a powerful beginning to to a story of how important people are to us and the way that you were you were brought up. So before we dive in too much, Let's hear a little bit about you because in addition to writing this book, you know, like I said before, you're, you are an international bestselling author, but you're podcast host, but you've been seeing a lot of places like ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. Um, and in your book, you talk about being one of the, the first women in Silicon Valley, um, in the tech world. So talk to us a little bit about your, your, your business journey. Okay, so that makes me sound really, really, really old. One of the first. Okay, I'm not like the pioneer woman. That's not who I am. But <laughs> yes, I, uh, I definitely. You were pioneering went, the women in tech b- industry, I right? There we go. I was pioneering something. <laughs> but I do. I laugh because as I uh, think about my career growing up in the Silicon Valley and. Being a part of, you know, the the only woman in the in the in the room, it was a it was really a unique experience. And when I first started to write the book, I thought, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the stories. I want to, you know, get into you know the craziness that went 
around the, you know, during that time period. I mean, cause it was, it was the heyday. It was the, you know, insane behavior. It was just, it was, it was awesome. And it was really crazy in a good and bad way. <laughs> so I thought, you know, how can I help people? How can I specifically help women with my experiences, with the experiences? Because not only have I launched multiple companies, had, you know, 10 years at a high tech company, but I've also continued to coach. It used to be called consulting for over two decades. So when you talk about hundreds, thousands of, of people that have gone through worldwide from entrepreneurs that are just starting their business to people that are selling their company for, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. There's a lot of really good juicy stories there. And what happened during this time period that I started to write is the publisher is like, oh my gosh, put all your stories down. And I'm like, I got a lot of stories. I've got a lot of relaunches and I've been referred to as the relaunch queen because there really isn't one relaunch that I haven't somehow been directly or indirectly a part of, which I often say, you know, be careful what you throw out into the universe because there's, there's, you know, that, that idea where if you sit there and say, I've had so many relaunches, that's what you're going to get back in return, more relaunches. And so now I'm like, Hey, universe, spirit, you know, God, I don't need any more. I'm really happy with what I've been through. I have, you know, found the silver linings. I've had, you know, the, the melanoma. I've had the, uh, divorce, single mom, had the sick, you know, children. I've had the parents, both my mom and my dad pass away. I've had the, you know, the, the, all these different things you could imagine. Okay. So I thought my mom had just passed. I thought, you know, I can't do an eat, pray, love. I can't go out there and like travel the world because we were in COVID and I was in an apartment in a high rise in San Francisco and I couldn't do the wild because, you know, again, you weren't even supposed to go out into parks at that point and you had to wear masks. And so I thought, all right, now's the time I'm going to write this book. And it really is a soulful journey of my own relaunches, but there is so much wisdom that comes with other stories, other relaunches, whether they're personal or professional. And I've had people read the book and come up and say, oh my gosh, that story about dot, dot, dot. And I'll be like, yeah, almost like taken back. I'll be like, how do you know that story? <laughs> like, Even my closest friends don't know some of the stories. <laughs> and that's why I did it. I wanted people to have tools to be able to have a relaunch, have a transition and have it be transformational in the best sense of transformation, not in the sense that like, oh, you know, you're hearing transformation be overused these days, but really have a point in time where you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm proud of how I handled that relaunch. I'm, I have grace within myself of how I went through it and there's going to be another one. That's the saddest part about, you know, going through this is life is going to give you more relaunches, but having, and we're, I'm sure we're going to talk about three HQ in your pocket. It's like, it, there's a comfort level because you know, you can get through any, any transition and any, any relaunch. It, it's so true, Hillary. And I think that too, when you're 
when you're talking about a relaunch, well, actually, let's let's take a step back and explain to all of the listeners what exactly you define as a relaunch. Because mm-hmm. again, when I was when I was reading or before I opened up the book, I was like, hmm, I wonder what this is about. And sometimes it can be thought of as like the the butterfly effect. You know, like small decisions can have massive, you know, result, you know, impact on where your life goes. Um, but for so many entrepreneurs, so many solopreneurs, they're where they are because they've relaunched. And I feel like that is something that we as entrepreneurs are doing time and time again. Um, so just give us your, your definition of what a relaunch is. Yeah. So a relaunch is any event that is taking place or has taken place in your life that is going to send you into a different direction. And it can be as simple as, you know, hey, my business is stalled out. I want to, I want to create quarterly revenue and not be on the relaunch roller coaster. It could be I'm going through a divorce. It could be I am, you know, I've just been diagnosed with, you know, something that is now sending you down a different path. Here's the thing. It's anything that is going to be transitional in your world. And so you think about empty nesters. You think about, um, gosh, you know, leaving corporate, right? All these people that are now uh, leaving and starting their own businesses. It's getting them through whatever transition is happening and allowing them to come out the other side and have a process and have the steps that will not just lead them to, I've done it, but lead them to, I've gotten through this. And as I said, you know, with grace, with dignity, I'm proud of myself and I'm accomplished. And many times you don't hear those things around something that is impactful in your life. But I have to really say, people want to identify the big ones, the really huge relaunches. But again, I I look at even, you know, in right now, today's world, you've got global relaunches, you've got business relaunches, and you've got personal relaunches. Never in our history have we had all different types of relaunches happening to every individual at the same time. You've got the pandemic globally, you've got financial crisis, you've got wars, then, you know, professionally, you've got, you know, new supply chain issues, you've got new delivery situations, coaches out there, business, how am I going to get this out to the people? How am I going to change? How am I going to have a, as you know, only too well, really my message resonate with this new, new environment. And I don't call it a new different. I call it a truly like, this is the, this is the new wave of where we're going. Forget normal, forget, you know, this is, this is a massive change that we're going through. And then with all of this, there's such a heightened level of stress that's associated with the unknown, with uncertainty, fear, doubt that we all have. And so when you think about that, it's like the triple whammy. It's like all of these things are colliding and people are struggling. 
they're struggling with not just one area, but multiple areas. And that's where relaunch, and you're not hearing me say that I didn't call this, you know, launch, because for many of us, we're in our midlife. Uh, how do I define that? Well, according to, uh, you know, in Google, if you Google it, midlife is really pretty much, you know, the halfway point of the median of when people die and people are now living until 79, 80, you know, so you're really looking at Brene Brown actually says it's best. She says it's 35 until you're dead. That's <laughs> midlife. And my mid zone, I really say is around the 35 and it goes up because people are trying to relaunch into their purpose relaunch into their passion. You were talking about all these different solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. How about the purposepreneur? How about the person out there that's like, you know what? I want to make an impact. Because when you can focus in on that why around that, that's where you can really start to relaunch your business into the next wave, the next level that you're really going to have that success for you. And I often say your lifestyle is success. And I mean, Katie, if we sat down and I started to talk to you about what does that really look like for you, there's no cookie cutter. And so people out there can't expect to be put into a category with everyone else. You are so different. Your needs, your wishes, your desires, you know, manifestation, you can turn yourself into a manifestation magnet very easily. And that's the key. People want to try to, you know, complicate this process. Relaunch is about simplifying it down to that first step, simplifying it down to understanding that it doesn't have to be oh, massive. You know, you, you hear all the time, take massive action. No, that's overwhelming. That causes more stress that, you know, that, that gets you into a state of no movement. Instead, take the first step as small as possible and just start. Start your relaunch now. And, and I think that as we all are navigating this world of, well, just the world in general, but the world of entrepreneurship, the world of being a business owner, sometimes we are having to evolve our business, be willing to try new things and those relaunches can be a huge uh, growth tool for for taking your business to that next step. Now, you you mentioned in there too that the the three HQ and as I said earlier when I was doing your introduction, when I first started your book, I, I'm also very close with my mom, and when you know you were talking about her her diagnosis with was stage four cancer and just all the thoughts that went through your head. I was, I was there, sitting there thinking, man, these are all the, the same thoughts that I would have. And I loved the story that you shared about her painting the family house. And I think that that actually takes us right into the three HQ kind of thought process. So why don't you, would you mind just sharing that story? It is chapter one of the book. Um, but so if people want to, to read it, um, you'll get to hear it twice, but, but take us through the story of your mom painting the house and, and really what the three HQ, um, strategy is. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting when you start to have somebody get sick and I had her move in with us, it, 
my, the most important thing was for me to literally, while she was still there, while she still could talk to me, I wanted to go through my life. I wanted to like hear her thoughts around it. And a story that came like almost like a, you know, it steamrolled me was we were living in Bel Air, California. I'm sure people have heard of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and all that. Well, that we were living, we were living this, you know, in this beautiful house. And I came downstairs and I overheard a conversation that I wasn't supposed to be. And it was with my stepdad and my mom. And my mom was saying, hey, it's time. We've got to paint the house. It's, you know, this brown is peeling off. I We really need to do this. And I heard my stepdad say, you know, Judy, we don't have any money. We can't paint the house. And I remember like, I kind of like skidded. I'm like, wait, what? Like, we don't have enough money. And remember at that point, I'm a teenager. And so I'm thinking like the world is ending because like something, my stepdad has lost uh, his job. And it was just like, I couldn't even believe it. It was something that, and I, I look back and I was like, mom, I was a spoiled little brat as I sat there and I'm like, we can't paint the house. What the heck? But I left that summer to go visit my, st- uh, my dad and my stepmom. And when I came back, I, we drove up, my mom picked me up. We drove up the driveway and there was a ladder, a can of paint, a paintbrush. And I'm like, I can still get chills right now. Like thinking about it. I'm like, woohoo, we are painting the house. And I'm like, this is so awesome. Mom, this is so great. And she's like, Hillary, we're not. I am. And I'm like, what? You don't even know anything about painting the house. And she said, you're right. But I'm going to learn. I'm going to do it one stroke at a time. And I'm just like, oh. And immediately I go into my head thinking, the thoughts associated with what are my friends going to think? What are the neighbors going to think? I can't believe what is my mom doing? She's crazy. She's lost it. And I watched her. And there are days that I'm like, she didn't know painting today, but she did. It was little teeny amounts. And finally, she made it past the front and she circled back into the back of the house. And two years later, two years, she finished painting the house. The next day, we put the house on the market. And I said to her, I said, I mean, are you so bummed that we have, like, we have to sell the house because we have no money and we can't live here and you just finished. And oh my God, mom, you work so hard on it. And she said, you know what, Hillary, it's not about the painting of the house. It's the fact that I set my mind to it And I had my heart in the right place. I knew my why of why I was doing it. And it allowed me to truly, during those times, it was like literally like meditation for her. And she was able to get out of her head, into her heart, and tap into that best version of her, the higher self. And so when you talk about 3HQ, the H's are head, heart, higher self. And the philosophy and the methodology and the reason I say this is the most incredible tool that I could ever give to people that I can give to you is that when you realize that you have the ability to get out of your head, to stop the noise, to stop the negative voices, to stop the negative thought patterns, to be able to create 
the person that you're ultimately going for, the person that would have that really successful career or entrepreneurial company, or the person that has gone and decided, I want to go for this passion of my, I want to do this. And they tap into that emotional side of their heart. They get their why. They don't try to cross from like sabotage and negative thought processes, which by the way, been there, done that, beat myself to a pulp, you know, hated myself and came back from not like everyone screams from the stages, you know, love yourself, love your life, love, love, love. (laughs) Hell no, that was not me. I was like crawling my way out of the gorge of, you know, of, of self-hate, but I got to liking myself, self-like. And now I watch people out there be able to take it one step at a time to not go into the love category, which by the way, will get you there, but start with like. And so the heart is this incredible place, but it's not a place that we always, if you think about, we don't always stay there. And we bounce between the head and the heart. And there's a great way to bounce, to bring it all together. And that's really the three HQ and what we help people get to. We, we don't teach them so that they can keep coming back to relaunch or Hillary. We teach them so that they have this as their own. It's like giving somebody, you know, when they say, Oh my gosh, Hillary, this is magic. I'm like, no. It's, it's, I'm giving you a magic wand. You have the wand and you can use it, pull it out at any time because you know how to leverage it. And it's such a great dance. It's this marriage of the two. And when you get that and you start to realize that's when you tap in, people are constantly asking me, how do I tap into my intuition? You know, how do you do that? How, how can, how can I actually trust it? Well, Start with your head, start with your heart, get those two working together. And that's when your intuition really starts to come out. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's been there all along. You just haven't tapped it. But now you have the wand. Now you Mm -hmm. have the ability to tap it at any time. Well, and I think that too, it's, um, while you were talking there, I wanted to get the the section that you were, that you talked about because it would, this is really one of the best pieces that I took away from the, the story because there's so many times in our business that we feel that we are, I can't believe I'm doing this. I, you know, oh, how could this happen to me? And, and so I just want to read this part here, but you know, her, I was ashamed and humbled by my own attitude, but this situation taught me the most incredible life lesson. Her rational mind would have told my mom and most people that painting the house was not feasible, but by leading with her ultra determined heart, my mom flipped the story, turning a potential negative into a positive. And that is so true because there's times where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe I'm having to do this. I don't want anyone to know that I'm doing this or whatever. But really, those times, if you take them as a, as a learning opportunity, as a lesson, and you know that, hey, this needs to be done, and it's going to suck to have to do it, um, you know, but once I'm done, I'm going to, I'm going to be a better person because of it. My, my, or my business will be better or I will have grown in this way. And I thought that that was such an important, 
as I was reading it. I was like, this is such a great lesson. But it, and it's true. Like she knew it needed to be done. It was like her meditation. And she could have looked at the neighbors and been like, oh gosh, I can't, what are they going to think? But she took it as her opportunity to one, uh, learn something and get the job. The job needed to be done. And she went out there and she did the dirty work and she did it because it, it was, it, it wasn't beneath her. She, she wanted to have, she wanted to have this, this life. She wanted to have a nice white house. And sometimes you got to put in the dirty work to get it done. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's, it's how many of us, how many people listening right now have something that's just been kind of sitting out there and you're like, you know, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to do it. And think of the, the mind space that it's taking up right now. And what can you do? It's like, you know, the, the paintbrush is so symbolic of that, you know, one stroke, one stroke at a time. And like I said, only days she took off were when it was raining only days. (laughs) And uh, other than that, sometimes I'd be like, you know, did you paint today? She's saying, oh yeah, I painted today. I mean, it doesn't look like much, but she knew that she was getting there. And sometimes it it does feel that way as as a business owner, you know, like, oh, I'm not really, did I even get anything done today? And I actually, I, I say this to my husband sometimes because uh, I'll come home and I, I have an office here and he actually now works out of the house. We've After COVID, we've swapped roles. But I'll come home and say like, oh man, I didn't get anything done today. I was on the phone literally all day. And he's like, that's, that's working. I mean, that, Uh well, you know, I mean like none of them are sales calls. And he's like, well, no, it's, that's all working. You're making connections, you're networking, you're doing podcasting, you're, all of that is work. It might not necessarily be putting money into the bank account right this second, but that is, that's some sweat equity right there. So, Mm. I mean, and and it's true. Sometimes it doesn't feel like we're making progress, but when you have that larger goal in mind, it's all the little things that can add up to it. So Hillary, I would love to hear, you know, just, you know, as we're, we're kind of wrapping up this episode, I can't believe we're already at that point, but if someone who's listening right now is saying, well, I guess, tell me more about this 3HQ and how can I really make sure that I tap into it when... I feel like I'm at a crossroads or when I'm feeling like business is down or, or, or times are tough. Mm. So here's the thing. Um, I often, people often say, okay, just give me the one step. Just give me the (laughs) one thing that I can start to focus on right now. Let's talk about your thoughts. You have control over one thing and that is your thoughts. Everything else, there's really, you're really not in control. But this is something that is the biggest gift as being a human being is that we can literally change our thoughts. You can go from a happy thought to a sad thought instantaneously. You can go from, you know, a, a horrible situation to making it into seeing, as we were talking about, what we call the relaunch flip. What's the other side to that? What's the silver lining on that? What is that? And so what I always say is stop stop. That's probably the first step is, you know, slow your roll, stop. (laughs) Because when you can stop, take a pause and we call it the pause principle in the book. 
when you can do a pause and you can literally start to assess just like, where are you really? What's really happening? Is it your, you know, is it a positive thought? Is it a negative thought? That's it. That's the first step is just being aware. So when, whenever you're listening to this, just for the next 24 hours, be aware, be aware of, I mean, even like take a piece of paper and tally it, like go throughout your day and really look at how many negative thoughts are you putting out there? What a lot of people don't know is that, yes, we are pre-wired for negative thoughts. 85% of our thoughts are negative. People often say, you know, why is that? Because we're not just about how old we are and that, you know, I haven't had that many, you know, or I've had a ton of negative. I haven't had that much negative. It doesn't really matter. We're hardwired millions of years. This brain has been evolving. And just because you've been on this planet 30 years, 40 years, 50, 60, 70, it doesn't matter. Your brain is still this incredible, very complex organism, right? And so what we want to be able to do is realize that, hey, pre-planning, I've pre-wired, I'm like, think about it as your hard drive. It's already come with a lot of stuff on it. And so what I want people to do is just during their day, start to notice. And when you're like, oh my gosh, that is such a bad thought. Stop, stop, stop. I mean, that's like, play that, you know, over and over. That's the first step. Then you start to realize that that literally is the first part of the three HQ. Get out of your head. Now, There are times when being in your head is a really good thing for you to be. Doing steps, organizing, efficiencies. We talk about it in our program. We talk about it being able to connect with your core, right? C-O-R-E. Core, being consistent when you're showing up. Consistently doing the things you have to do in your business for success. Being organized. You know, going for results. Results are all step by step, right? You go for a goal, you go for a result, and then the energy associated. And the energy is what really we need to be focused on. So when you realize your thoughts, negative thoughts have negative energy, then you realize that what you're putting out there, because you're like a um, a station and it's like a tuning fork. You know, when one tuning fork starts to move, the other one matches it. Not because they're on top of each other or connected, but because of the energy between them. And so I want people to really just take into account right now, being able to tell themselves in their own brain, stop, stop. And let's start there. Hillary, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. This has been an awesome conversation and we do need to get together sometime when uh, you are, when you're back here and you're about down in, in Denver from Boulder, but this has been awesome. How can people continue uh, learning from you? Where can they get the book? How can they connect from with you? So we have a challenge coming up, which is awesome. It's free. And it helps you really understand the core philosophy, that 3HQ, the beginning of it in your business. So you can go to our website, therelaunchco.com, therelaunchco.com, and you can sign up for that free uh, session. It's a five-day. 
And there's also a bunch of other things on the website and you can tune into the podcast. And my suggestion is always, you know, you got to make that first step. Once you say stop, stop and now relaunch. Relaunch now, which means you are making that decision today that you are going for that next better version of yourself. And let's get there. Thank you again, Hillary, for joining me. This has been an awesome conversation. Katie, thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.